Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, Ash and I are sitting down to celebrate and reflect on the past 52 episodes. That's right. One year of Ballistic Performance Radio. We set out with the goal of recording one episode per week for an entire year. And besides a small hiccup that we had right around the middle of all the COVID craziness, we were able to accomplish that goal. And what we wanted to do is share all the lessons that we learned along the way, and more importantly, how those lessons can be translated over to your life and the things that you are pursuing and the passions that you have and how they can help you move towards your goals. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 52, and I am here with Ash once again, and we are going to break it down today. Does that sound cool when I say that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to talk about our journey on the podcast over the last year because this is episode number 52. So that means we've been recording one episode per week for an entire year. Wow. Who would have thought we could make it that far? Not me, but we'll get into that. <laughs> so we're going to talk to you about the things we've learned along the way, some of our challenges, setbacks, detours, our successes, and emotions as well, right, Ash? So that's a big part. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and then we're going to translate all of that over to other aspects of life and how you can take this information that we're discussing today and apply it to whatever your goals or aspirations may be. I love it. I'm excited. Love it. Okay, so... Let's uh, start all the way back at the beginning. So we were living in Florida. <laughs> mm -hmm. We had just started the Ballistic Performance Instagram. Mm -hmm. We didn't even really have a business yet. It was just an Instagram page. And from there, a couple weeks into that, we had said, or I had said, that yeah, I think we, we should start a podcast. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I knew nothing about podcasting. I didn't have any gear. I didn't know how to utilize the recording software. I didn't know what software I needed. I didn't know how to share the podcast on multiple platforms. I literally didn't know jack shit. Mm. And from there, you were not the biggest fan <laughs> of the idea. <laughs> yeah, that kind of let's go right into emotions. I was uh, sad <laughs> to put it nicely. Uh, I, I just was not looking forward to it. Let's say that. But why, what about it made you not excited about the idea? What, why did you not look forward to the concept of the podcast? Uh, looking back at it, I honestly, I'm not sure. I, I just felt like you're so good with your words and I just love interacting with people but not necessarily, I, I didn't know how to translate that into talking into a mic. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Basically, you, from what I remember from the interactions and the conversations leading up to it, you didn't feel comfortable speaking and recording <laughs> alongside me because that happens to be something that I enjoy and that I thrive at, do well at. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of the, the entire argument, right? Yeah. Like, I like <laughs> connecting with people 
So it was hard for me to be like, well, the podcast does help us connect with people. But at the beginning, it was hard for me to see that. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so, you know, before you even actually came on the show, prior to us starting Ballistic Performance Radio, I had been in talks with my mentor and really good friend, John Main about doing a podcast with him. I'm not going to reveal the this. name of that because we still have it in our back pocket. Maybe one day we will actually start it, but it's an yeah. awesome name. And uh, anyway, we had talked about doing that and we were both very busy at the time and it kind of got pushed off to the side. Well, finally, I said to hell with it, we're going to do a podcast, <laughs> me and you. And it turned out then after a couple of episodes, John was our first guest. So we ended up getting to do that that experience together anyway. But... You know, before we ever recorded our first episode, you know, we had, like I mentioned, we had zero clue about how to start. We didn't know what steps were needed to start moving in the right direction. It was completely foreign territory for us. It was something that neither of us were comfortable with in terms of like, I wasn't comfortable with the software, how to distribute the podcast, how to share it you know, editing, all of those things. And you, on the other hand, were more of the speaking and the actual like creating of the content. Mm -hmm. And so we really didn't know what to do. So what did we do? We did what anybody who's living in 2020 is capable of doing. Mm -hmm. I went to Google and I typed in how to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I read 10, 15, 20 different sites. I studied, you know, I basically studied these sites for a day or so just sporadically maybe like a total of four or five hours and from there I started taking action so from there I figured out okay across these 15 20 sites this is the mic that I saw come up most often for beginners across these 15 to 20 sites this was the recording software that most people were mentioning or at least had mentioned across multiple different sites and this was the, you know, the distribution channel. This was the hosting platform. This was how to share it on iTunes. This was how to get it on Spotify. And so all I did was just read. I just was willing yeah. to learn how to do something. That's step one, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, relating that to, to life, I think a lot of folks struggle to chase after something or pursue something because they're afraid to take that first step. Because no matter what it is, regardless of how big, scary, and audacious the goal may be or the project may be, the first step is just starting. And you can, it's easy to play the victim and to say, I don't know what to do. I need someone to show me what to do and so on and so forth. But as I just mentioned, this is 2020. Like, yeah, we have pull so your phone, many resources. Yeah, pull your phone out of your pocket. Go to YouTube or go to the internet and search exactly what you're chasing after. Yeah. You can literally search how to fill in the blank, right? You can find anything. And yeah, there's a bunch of shit out there, but there's also a lot of good content out there as well that you can sift through. So that's really one of the biggest takeaways, right, that we want to get from this episode is that if you want to pursue something, you have to start. You have to take initial action. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the hardest, or I don't even know if I want to say hardest, but the scariest part. Yeah, um, absolutely. And going back quickly to how you said that you just looked at a ton of different sites, that can help you figure out if, like, if what actually, what you are actually looking for. Does that make sense? 
like you said, there's a bunch of like crap out there. How do you know what's real, what's not? Well, look at a bunch of different things. Yeah. And if it's coming up pretty consistently, then you know, then you can trust it more. Exactly. And it's, you know, worst case scenario, right? I could have, I could have been really unfortunate. The mics I looked up, the recording software I researched, all of those things, I could have got them in the mail or bought them online. And hated them. And, you know, downloaded the software. Yeah, and hated it and been like, holy shit, I cannot, I don't even know how to begin this process. Like, I don't know how to learn this software or, wow, this mic sounds like crap. But I was really fortunate. I had done enough research and discovered, you know, the really simplistic uh, software, the really simple yet effective, you know, mic and things like that. Things that as a beginner were going to be more than adequate to get me into this realm of podcasting. And so I had a really great start by doing that research. Now, once we got all of the gear and we started to actually dive into recording episodes, it was still a learning process, you know? <laughs> I know. And there was still a lot of emotions on your end <laughs> like, associated please, with it. If you are just starting to follow us, like never listen to episodes one through five. I Maybe was, one through ten. I want to go back and listen. No, to I will never. Five. My face turns red right now thinking about it. I would love to go back and hear that. So I think, you know, in the beginning, <laughs> we like we said, we really had no idea what we were doing. So we recorded the first episode, which I believe is called What is Ballistic Performance? And it walked walked you through, you know, what our program was, what we offered at the time. We kind of spoke about this in a previous episode. But we really didn't know how it was going to flow. We didn't really know who was going to be the moderator or the driver of the conversation <laughs> and how the other one fit into you know, that discussion. Mm -hmm. And so like Ash just mentioned, the first couple of episodes, it was really me talking <laughs> and Ash chiming in with a, yeah, absolutely. I literally absolutely. said, yeah. Awesome. Or, yeah. Mm -hmm. You might have heard the tears <laughs> from behind the mic. <laughs> so, you know, through conversations and a lot of tears, we discovered that <laughs> that was not something that worked for Ash and we needed to find a better way to go about the process, which is now where we're at to where typically Ash is driving the conversation and I'm providing answers to her questions and providing additional context. And, you know, and then she is obviously always more than welcome to expand on anything that we're discussing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was through those conversations that and that process that we discovered, hey, this format works a lot better. We both feel like we're contributing. We both feel comfortable. And so I think that's really like the second lesson, right? Like the first lesson is regardless of what you're pursuing, you just have to start. Mm -hmm. And the second lesson is, you know, once you've started, you still need to be willing to continue learning. Yeah. You still need to develop and refine processes and you need to be vulnerable and transparent and have mm -hmm. communications with people around you and people who are better than you at whatever you're trying to pursue because that's how you're going to learn. Absolutely. I think... This ties into what you just said a little bit, but I think another really important aspect is having people around you that do challenge you because if you told me one year ago that I would ever do a podcast, I literally would have laughed in your face or I guess a year ago in one week. Like, Not only that, but today, which you guys will find out next week, Yeah. but today we recorded a podcast with a special guest and Ashley 
led the entire conversation from start to finish with this guest and myself on the line like one year later and so i think like i said if you if i didn't have you there pushing and challenging me and (laughs) making me cry like i i would have never been able to do that today and just the fact that like i'm not gonna lie i just feel so good i feel so confident and it's just an amazing feeling yeah and that challenge is everything right so that's why like you had mentioned this all stems back to the same idea of continuing to learn, being open to feedback, being open to challenges and understanding that you can learn and grow from those challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, same way I'm challenging you on the podcast, you were challenging my patience. My- <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Uh, that's so mean. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? Like you challenge no, me. I don't. You ch- <laughs> You challenge me in other ways that and then Tell in turn how. make our relationship and our <laughs> business better by encouraging me to be more patient, to be more uh, enduring, to be more empathetic with my okay. clients in these interactions, in the podcast, to not curse as much as I used to right there. <laughs> but you get what I'm getting yeah. at there. So yeah, so that's number two. Be willing to learn and be willing to be challenged and surround yourself with people who are smarter and better than you at whatever it is that you're pursuing. Absolutely. And I think to go along with that too before we move on is just, you know, be willing to ask for help. You can reach out and talk to essentially anybody on Instagram, right? You can shoot anybody a DM. Yeah, they might not respond, but a lot of people who are just good human beings will respond regardless of how big their following is. Mm -hmm. And you can ask those people for help. You can ask them questions. And because they've had those same questions before and they reached out to somebody and asked or they were able to learn and now they're willing to share that information and and, really put it forward there. Yeah, absolutely. I think no matter, I think trying to remind yourself that those people are also just humans and they were also in your spot at one time no matter how long ago that was I think can help build your confidence to reach out to them for help yeah absolutely and And like you said the worst thing that happens is they don't respond literally who that doesn't change your life at all who cares exactly you'll (laughs) never probably never meet them or see them again yeah uh anyway so continuing on so you know we continue to learn we continue to record we had set out with a goal to record a podcast every week Mm mm-hmm And in the beginning, we actually batched a bunch together because we didn't want to feel as if we were kind of behind (laughs) behind the ball there. But now we actually just do it every week. Yeah. Uh, Since we moved. When we moved from Florida, that was when we we literally somehow used up five weeks. Yeah. (laughs) It was a hectic time. COVID just started. We were in Michigan. We didn't record for a while. But anyway. And so, but now recording each week Mm -hmm. works for our schedules. It works well for us. So that's something else we learned along the way is, you know, how do we make this sustainable and so we continue to record and eventually after doing you know several episodes like I mentioned we had John on he was our first guest and from there we've had lots of guests on the show across the last year and with every guest it was an opportunity to not only increase our knowledge base but to you know to challenge myself in my interviewing skills and my moderating skills to carry the conversation naturally yet scripted in a way that kept things structured and organized and you know there was a little stint there where we had it was like almost 10 straight guests you hadn't been on the show for yeah I think it was two months yeah something like that and so we had a slew of guests on here and that was incredible 
And I'm so thankful for all those individuals. And as I just mentioned about reaching out to people, a lot of them I had met in passing or I had met, you know, maybe I had one conversation with them in the past and it could have even been through DMs. And then I just reached out and asked. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a huge takeaway too, right? You like you don't you don't need to be somebody or have a big name to to make connections and to speak with people. If you're if you're following good human beings who are preaching a very similar message to what we preach of like, you know, just being caring, being uh empathetic, right? Putting you know, putting it forward and really just building wanna people just up. Help people. Yeah. Yeah. Want to just help people. Then those types of people are going to respond to you. They're going to be willing to come on your show or, you know, help you in whatever it is that you are pursuing. So just again, being willing to reach out and be vulnerable. And, uh, you know, from there, we really just settled into a groove over the course of the last, I guess, 40 weeks, you could say, uh, you know, the remainder of that year, we've just been continuing to record. We, actually have some like actual ratings on iTunes, right? Like yeah. I think we have like 36 ratings on there. All pretty much all five stars, thank goodness. And you know, it really now is just continuing to develop and refine our processes in a more advanced way. You know, we're getting to the point where now maybe it is time to think about upgrading a mic or changing some of our editing software. You know, I'm just pulling arbitrary examples. But those are things that we're going to be thinking about because our goal is to continue to grow and get better. We're, we haven't learned everything yet by any means, right? We can always improve our show and our process. So that's really the last lesson, right? Is that regardless of where you're at on your journey, even if you think you've arrived at where you want to be, there's still more to be learned. You haven't, you haven't figured it all out yet. There are still people who are better than you at what you're doing and you should strive to, to chase those people you mm -hmm. should strive to attain those that type of knowledge skill and ability and so that you can one day be on that level or at least aspire to be on that level and in turn you'll get better absolutely if there was one thing that you've learned over the last year with doing the podcast what would it be putting you on the spot oh wow you are putting me on the spot okay. i know mine if you need a second to think i do why don't you go first okay Mine would, and I've ju I just noticed this probably within the last four months, I'll say, uh, the importance of listening without thinking about the next thing that I'm going to say. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and it, I've been able to tra translate this over to e everyone, like, or every conversation that I have, but especially I think about it with my clients. I feel like people it's like human nature I think that we're constantly thinking well what's what's the next thing that I need to say uh what's the next topic what's the next question and I feel like you can gain so much from just sitting back and truly listening and then figure just going with the flow figuring out what is the next what is the thing that we're going to say but I think truly being able to listen is so important to be present in the moment yeah, absolutely. That's a really good one. I was so I was listening so actively. I didn't even think of one for myself. <laughs> Are you uh, uh, proud of me? <laughs> yeah, I'm really proud of you. That was a really good one. Uh, and she's right. You know, doing this show and being in this format of, you know, most of our guests, well, all of our guests are done virtually, right? It's done through Zoom, and 
if you're trying to talk over your guest or the individual on the show, even if we try to over or talk over one another, you and I, it ruins the quality of the conversation, right? And so you really do have to be cognizant of not only like being an active listener, but also, you know, when we do these video calls, you can see the individual and you can obviously hear the tone of their voice and like picking up on those things because that's often indicators of, okay, they're finishing their thought. They're starting to, you know, trail off of whatever tangent they may have been on. Mm -hmm. And you can tell those from facial expressions, body language, you know, the tone of your voice. And that helps you pick up on those things when you're in person working with someone as well. Yeah. And I think, I don't know exactly what made me think about this, but I can truly say when we first started for the first few months, that's something that I struggled with because I was so nervous about like what I would say is I'd always be thinking of the next thing. So I wasn't actually like truly listening to you. Sorry. But like I wasn't actually listening. So then I'd feel flustered when I when you stop talking and then I still didn't know what to say because I wasn't listening. You know, that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> uh, no, but I think I think what I learned doing the show in the last year, especially talking to all of our guests, is that a lot of us have the same journey and have gone through similar experiences. You know, specifically like in the fit, health, and fitness and nutrition field. And so everyone that we've had on that we both look up to and, and aspire, you know, to to eventually be similar to in terms of the platform that we have, the reach that we have, mm -hmm. the amount of people that we touch, you know, all of those individuals have a very similar story to where we're at. You know, mm -hmm. they started in a very similar way and it was a very organic kind of thing. They had a lot of questions. They reached out to a lot of people. They utilized all their connections. They studied hard and figured out, you know, a lot of the information for themselves. And so you know, a lot, I think a lot of times we look at people, certain individuals and think like, how did they get there? Like, I'll never be able to achieve that. Like they, they're just gifted or they're just lucky or, you know, whatever, whatever excuse you want to associate with it or justification when really, you know, that person probably came from a very similar place you're in mm -hmm. and they were willing to put in the time, the energy and the effort. They were willing to invest all of those things to continue to grow and get better. And they just took it one day at a time, one step at a time. And that those marginal gains over the course of time led to, you know, where they're currently at. And so I think that's what, that's what I've learned. Absolutely. No, I like that. I like that a lot. I think this is kind of going off on a tangent a little bit, but we already talked about how it is helpful to have people that challenge you in your life, like you challenged me to do this podcast. But I also think it's so important to have people surrounding you that are supportive. So like our friends, Karen and Danielle come to my mind, like they're texting and they're checking in every single week to see how things are going. And if you're going to do something scary to have people in or to feel like you have people in your corner, I think is so critical. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, this is an entirely different conversation, so I won't go too far into it. But yeah, it's understanding, like you just said, who's in your corner versus mm -hmm. who's in your circle. And I think we've both learned that across the course of the last year, year and a few months, not only of Ballistic as a business, but of the podcast as well, mm -hmm. uh, you know, thinking about people who have reached out, who have asked us how it's going, who are checking in, like you had mentioned with Karen and Danielle, 
And those things make a big difference. Like it shows, it shows that you care about what we're pursuing. Right. And the same thing can be said, we should be showing the same kind of care and interest in our friends who are pursuing these types of things. And so, yeah, that's a huge piece is making sure you have people in your corner and you understand the difference between who's in your corner and who's in your circle. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say that, go read our blog post and you will have an understanding. Yeah. Right? I forget what that one was even titled. It might have just been like Circle cer- versus Corner or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And also, it so happened to be the exact same day that Derek wrote that blog post. I was on Danielle's Strong and Unfiltered podcast talking about this same topic. So you can check that out too. There you go. Um, anything else? I don't believe so. So we kind of cover those. I think we said four lessons. So full disclosure here, we're we're winging this one today. We don't have an outline in front of us like we typically do. This is probably do. the first time ever. Probably the first time ever. So <laughs> I don't. Later. I would love to try to recap the lessons that we've said so far, but I'm afraid I'll miss one. But we can give it a shot anyway. One, just start. Yeah, you just have to start. And I think that's like you said. This is the most important. Whatever mm-hmm. you're pursuing out there, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a podcast. Whatever goal or whatever, you know, status that you're trying to pursue, you just need to start. You don't need to be an expert. You don't have to, you know, reach a certain level. It's just like fitness, right? Like you don't have, there's no prerequisites to fitness. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people think, especially in the CrossFit world, they have to be fit before they start. No, no, no. And it's the same with everything else in your life. You don't need to be an expert. You don't need to know it all. You just need to start taking action that'll put you on the right path. Absolutely. I think number two was continuing to learn, right? I believe that's I what we said the second one. We kind was. of ju- we put a lot in that second one. I think it was continuing to learn and surround yourself with people that challenge you. There we go. We'll just group that together. Yeah. So making sure that you're open to feedback, making sure that you're continuing to pursue additional education, knowledge, or you know skills, and like you said, surrounding yourself with the right people, making sure you have people in your corner, not just in your circle, and. You know, three, what did we just say leading into that? Was, uh, um, see, this is why we usually have an outline because we can't even keep it straight. But anyway, you guys, I think, get the picture. Surround yourself with supportive people. Okay, so that was the third. We kind of combined number two and number three there. So again, quick recap. Number one, just start. Number two, be willing to forever be a student, Mm -hmm. to always learn. Number three, surround yourself with the right people. Make sure there are people in your corner, not just in your circle. And double check, going back to like what I've learned this past year is check yourself. Are you really listening to the conversations that you're having or are you just constantly thinking what's the next thing? Yeah, I like to throw a little like, hey, better listen up. (laughs) Check check yourself. Check yourself. (laughs) But yeah, guys, so that was really the gist of it today. We, uh, you know, Ash had come up with the idea for this podcast this morning. I thought it was a great idea to just kind of reflect on our journey over the last year, over these last 52 episodes. I can't take credit. Danielle gave me this yesterday. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't. I can't take credit. Danielle, but... if you're listening, thanks for the idea. <laughs> Ash totally tried to play it off as if it was her own. I until did just not. Now. She literally just started turning red and sweating because she knew <laughs> I was giving her credit for an idea that was not hers. <laughs> Danielle's literally going to text me and say, why did did you tell him <laughs> for sure all right well anyway guys as always we appreciate you so much for listening we hope you took something out of this and if even if this whole time you weren't as ashley said listening to what we had to say <laughs> 
all you need to do is just start taking action. That's your takeaway today. Yep. Just start. Do it. It's (laughs) worth it. (laughs) Just do it. All right, guys. Have a fantastic week. We will see you next time. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot thank you enough. We tell you week in and week out how much we appreciate you. But seriously, we could not do this without you. If you enjoy what we hear, the topics that we cover on this show, please head over to iTunes leave us a five-star review. Leave a comment in there as well. That's how we gain more recognition. It's how we appear in more search results. And it's ultimately how we reach more people and change more lives, not only through this platform, but through ballistic performance as a whole. As always, guys, if you do not follow us on our other platforms, make sure you get on there and hit that follow button, whether it's TikTok for all things fitness, or if you're more into Instagram for our various content that we put on that platform covering all things from fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Or if you're just an OG Facebook guru and you want to stay on that platform, hit us up on there as well. Our handles are all ballistic performance, except on Instagram. Our handle is ballistic.performance. But once again, guys, we cannot thank you enough and we will see you next week.